good realtor will spend three hours a day calling. This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. All right, folks, we're talking about getting out and about, being different, standing outside the box, and not doing everything the same like every single one of your competitors because if you're not doing anything differently, what the hell is, um, how are you gonna get noticed? People don't hire you because of the license you have in your pocket. That just gives you the legal ability to print money. What they hire you for is how the fuck you use that license. And that's what we're gonna be talking about today. Uh, so our guest today reached out to us uh, a few weeks back, trying to get the show up and going, but what ended up happening was, um, these are tech guys, all right? And they brought out a product that I thought would make a very good show because I'm all about differentiation. And we're gonna go through sort of how they're using that product. If you guys are interested in it, I mean, by all means, go for it. Look at it. I'm not trying to make this podcast, but hey, buy this product, buy this product. I don't care if you buy the product. What I care about is that you actually take the concept that we're talking about today and um, apply it to your business, whether you're representing a buyer and or seller, because ultimately that's what they hire you on is how you're doing it and what you're doing differently. So without further ado, let's go ahead and uh, welcome our guest, Mr. Justin Cullifer with uh, hey, great Glass to see you, House Mike. Guide. Nice to see you, man. Uh, tell our listeners really quick, a quick intro on you, who you are, where you're coming from, and then we're going to get right on to this. Absolutely. I'm Justin Cullifer. We're, my company is Glasshouse Guide and we're based in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, as Mike said, I'm, I'm a technology guy. I've been in tech for over 20 years and I've served, I've mostly been in consulting capacity serving other organizations. So I know what it's like to listen to clients and hear what their challenges are and what they need. So I've helped folks all the way from two-person startups all the way up to Department of Homeland Security and Department of State and literally everything in between. So, you know, it's, it's exciting for me to get more involved with real estate. I mean, I'm on my fourth house that I bought, so I know a little bit about the process, but, you know, it's exciting to bring the two together and bring, you know, this industry something emerging and something new. Yeah. And let's be honest the real estate industry is a bunch of dinosaurs. Like this is talking about a dated stuffy industry. Like it's starting to break through now, but I would say the only other industries that are worse than the real estate industry are the attorney industry um, and any financial planning and the insurance industry. <laughs> okay. Those yeah. three are stuffy, but I think real estate agents come in sort of right behind that. And what you're seeing a lot of agents do today, at least our clients, it's our whole purpose of the show, the website, the podcast, our service is be different. No one could be you, but you and you have to stand out, and this whole business is based upon your personal brand. But how you build a personal brand, you guys, is by doing things that are a little bit different that people remember. You build a brand in two ways. You either A, consistently communicate to the same audience so they don't forget who the hell you are over time, or B, you start doing things totally different, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So what these guys have built was like a, I've seen this because I thought it was really interesting. It's, a, it's an Alexa, it's a listing tool, right? And I want you to sort of describe what this is, but I want to get into more how we can use this for conversion and how we can use this for lead generation down the road. So, tell us really quick what you guys developed and let's go through it. And I want to just tee up different ideas on how we can use these different things. Exactly. So, just factually speaking, what it is, 
is a method to share information about your listings with prospective buyers. There are two scenarios in which it can be used. One is place an Alexa device inside of the listing, have a sign next to it that says, ask Alexa about this home, and she'll be there to provide a greeting and answer questions that people have as they're touring the home. The second scenario is to have buyers and encourage buyers to use it really no matter where they are by promoting the fact that they're using this service in your social media posts, in your online listings, on your website, anywhere that gets people's attention where you're already sharing videos and pictures today, also add Alexa to the mix. So walk me through like I'm a listing agent. Okay. And folks, we're talking about doing things differently. Commission compressions for real. I mean, your commissions are being compressed. And the reason why they are is because people don't think the five or 6% you're charging is worth it. And nine times out of 10, the truth is that they're right. Especially in this market, people are selling houses just by listing them on the MLS. Houses are selling in a blink. You don't have to be a good marketer in this market to be to sell houses. Okay. The MLS is selling the houses, but what you do have to do is earn that business. And with sellers, like I used to always order videos with every listing. It wasn't to sell the listing. It was to please the seller and build my own brand. Like, and it was, and if it made the seller happy, great. Did the videos ever sell the listing? Of course they didn't, but they made the listing look a lot better. So this is another tool to put in your shed. So let's walk through Alexa. And I want you to start at the very beginning. Why is Alexa uh, something that should be on people's radars? Cause Gary V has been talking about Alexa for a couple of years and Alexa search and all that. So dumb it down for us though. Like, cause I'm not familiar with Alexa search at all or any of it, to be honest with you. So walk us through how it works. Like what's Alexa doing and how do we use it for business? Well, absolutely. Alexa hit the market a few years ago. I was one of the geeks who went out and bought the little Amazon Echo Dot, actually bought several of them and put them around my house so I could listen to music in this room and ask trivia questions in the other room. And, you know, it was a novelty. And what we've seen is a rapid increase in the usability of, of applications on Alexa. So it's gone from just play music or tell me who crossed the Delaware with Washington to actually doing tasks for us. It's helping senior citizens remember to take their medicine. It's helping people order pizza from Papa John's. I mean, it really does a really? lot of utility functions. I could order food from I could order food from Alexa now. Well, absolutely. I didn't even know that. <laughs> That's oh, much yeah. better than using the app. <laughs> absolutely. Well, it is because good apps on Alexa are conversational, right? It's just like us talking right now. Bad apps, and they're really easy to spot, are ones that are very rigid and structured. Kind of like when you call your bank and it says, press one to get your balance, press two to make a payment. That sort of structured experience is boring. It's lame and people don't enjoy it. So what you saw early on when folks tried to adopt Alexa and put it into real estate was that calling your bank experience. It was so structured and so rigid that it was miserable and traction just wasn't gained. Yeah. Um, I've seen- I mean, that's why I've never got into it, to be honest with you. I, I, I didn't know you could order food. I'm still shocked by that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's cool is, you know, as technology becomes more and more adopted, it becomes easier to use because it's more familiar and it becomes cheaper to use. So I saw like last Black Friday, there were Amazon Echo Dots on sale at amazon.com for around 25 bucks. So that's a no brainer. Why not go out and get one? Even if you're just giving it to a friend as a gift or giving it as a housewarming gift to your buyer. Be a housewarming gift. Why not? So when we saw that sort of adoption growing and then the stats are incredible, there's over 100 million of these devices in use 
just in the United States every day. So we have 300 million-ish in our population, so a third of our population has access to one of these devices, which is just phenomenal. There's not a compelling reason to not get involved with Alexa in some capacity. And here's, a, I was reading an article um, the other day, like I'm all in like SEO, I do a lot of my own SEO on the blog and all that. We're, I don't know what the article was, but we were, it said something about what people are starting to type into Google, like in the search is even changing and they're writing the words for me in it. So they're, they're writing like a uh, best uh, bed for me. And why that's happening according to the article, and I'd like to get your take on this is because people, AI has gotten so smart. Artificial intelligence has gotten so smart that people's habits are starting to assume that Google's AI and our habits and the consumer habits are changing. You guys consumer, I'm gonna say it again. Consumer habits are changing. We change with it. That's what entrepreneurs do, right? People are always going to buy and sell real estate. What changes is how they buy or sell real estate. You guys, they're still going to need you. But if you're a antiquated, 90-year-old, blue-haired real estate agent that hasn't adapted to any bit of technology, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get there. That's not what people want. You got the millennials and the home buyers on that. So that's really interesting that um, you say that. So you're saying that Alexa is like, uh, it's interactive conversational search. It is. And a lot of that comes down to who's building the app. Just like you go to some websites and they are phenomenal. They look great. They behave well. Then you go to other websites and they absolutely suck. So, you know, you can tell when there's quality built into a product and the same applies for Alexa. I tell you, when you see a hundred million of anything being used, there's traction behind it. It's time to get on board with it. Even Toyota, you know, Toyota is the parent company of Lexus. They've started embedding Alexa into the automobile. So it is absolutely probable that you'll have a buyer pass by one of your listings and they have Alexa in the car now and they can actually ask Alexa about this home while they're looking at it from the curb. I mean, it's just phenomenal that you have that sort of access now. Well, there was, I remember a couple of years ago, there was a, and this is already like dated technology, I believe, but a couple of years ago, there was these things called beacons that you used to be able to drive past um, a listing. And if you had a beacon as like a, basically as like a device you would just put inside of the house, but you had to have an Android phone. So if you had an Android phone and you drive past the house, the message would already say, this house is for sale. And you get a text message that pops up, but that has gotten sort of dated in just a couple of years. Is that, is that right? Oh, that's absolutely dated. I remember even before that, there were the, what is it, like a toll-free number on the agent sign in the yard and you'd call the number, input a X, you know, six-digit ID. And that's how I started, 800 numbers. That's how I started. That's exactly how I started in real estate. I'd borrow other people's listings and I'd advertise them in the real estate book that cost $500 and went to every grocery store in our market. Oh, yeah. And back then, people were actually typing the 1-800 number in. That's how I got up all my sales at the first year in real estate. Uh, so absolutely. So here's what we're getting at, you guys, is consumer habits have changed. Like the businesses have to change with it. There's a company that everyone says is not to be cliche, but we've all heard of Blockbuster. Um, That's what I feel like the real estate industry is right now. It's a big Blockbuster just waiting to happen because what we also have with us is a lot of competition that we didn't before. Most of you guys in these markets, Justin, you're an ATL, so you have uh, Zillow down there, right? Just dominating, right? Open door, you have all of them. That's like the, the hub market. And we have to have more tools in our shed, I guess, to justify the use of an agent. This is just another one of them. 
Yeah, no, I was just going to say you have to. I think what we see a lot of are agents who only use the tools that are provided by their broker. And guess what? If you're only using those tools, so are the 200 of your colleagues or 400 of your colleagues in the same office. So that means you're all going to look exactly the same with your online presence. And new technology and emerging technology like this, yeah, it's a little scary because it's something new. Learning anything new is sometimes can be scary unless you're the adventurous type, but it's worth doing. I think the other thing to add is it doesn't have to be difficult and it doesn't have to be expensive. Uh, We've put a lot of thought into what we've created to make sure that it's neither expensive or difficult. Now, when you say conversational marketing, could I be like, Hey, Alexa, give me the, uh, hey, what's up with 123 Cherry Lane? And she'll come on and she'll say something like, 123 Cherry Lane is $429,000. Got three bedrooms, two baths. Now, can I ask a follow-up question? You can. And part of that is our team, we've anticipated how many different ways you might ask the same question. So let's, let's pick on price. You may say, how much is it? What are they asking? Why are they selling? All of the different permutations, to sound nerdy for a second, all the permutations that you could potentially say to get that same answer. So it's basically you're downloading your listing sheet into an Alexa app with answers. It is. And can it I isn't. ask like school districts? Can I ask water municipalities? Can I ask HOAs, homeowner associations, all that? Yes. So you can ask all that binary information that you would see in a listing anyway, but we've gone beyond that. We really know that the soul and the character of a home is what helps it sell. It's not that it's exactly 2,643 square feet. Yeah, that's interesting and we need to know it. But we know that people are asking about, uh, is there a place to ride a bike around here? Where's a great Italian restaurant? Is there shopping nearby? That's what I was going to get at. So you could answer all the local information. That's really cool. I want to go through one thing. And here's, folks, if the goal of your listing is, if the prime, let me put it this way, the primary goal of your listing is to sell the listing, you are a salesperson chasing your next check. If your primary goal of your listing is to leverage three or four spinoff deals from it, you are a business owner running a business. There's a major difference between that and people in our business are a bunch of salespeople nine times out of 10. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we're talking about building a business and maintaining a career. And when you're doing that, you have to have these things that make you stand out. And more importantly, you have to know the concept of leverage and listings are nothing more than just leverage. Right now, if you have a lot of listings, you're generating a ton of buyer leads and you probably don't even need to put them on the MLS to sell them. That's how hot the market is in most countries, but here's what, I, or most cities, I mean, but here's what I'm, I'm looking at this thing like this. And just so you guys know, like, I don't know about, I'm finding out about this product as now, just and I just met. So I find this really interesting. Here's how I would use it. I would use it for a spinoff business, like on the sign, hey, call and ask Alexa any question you want. Because I know every other neighbor in the area is going to be like, wow, this dude's got a shit together. He's got an Alexa app and that's the one up I want. Secondly, what I would do is I would actually use the app and do a walkthrough, but I would do a video of a walkthrough demonstrating the entire purpose of it. Because everybody else is going to have a video nowadays uh, of the walkthrough, but I would have a video and stage it in a way where Alexa does the walkthrough for us. And I would have Alexa walking through the house. Shit like that, I can think of a million ways to market this thing that are really, really fun, but spin off business. Now, let me ask you this. Can I ask us, hey, can I contact a listing agent and will it connect me automatically? Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite workflows and what we've built. So if a user or, or a buyer, I call them users because I'm, you know, that's how we refer to them in the tech world. Sure. If a buyer is speaking to Alexa and talking about 45 Birch Road and they've asked about the schools and the parks, they can say, I want to see this home or connect me with the agent. 
she's going to respond and say, I can absolutely connect you with the agent. What's your phone number? We capture that phone number and we say that the listing agent will follow up with you promptly. So our subscriber who's using our service will immediately get an email that has the person's name because we always ask for the person's name so that we can refer to them in a more conversational manner. We'll provide the address, of course, that they're asking about, their phone number, and all the additional details we know about them to that point. And that's directly in the inbox of the listing agent. So for those of you guys who don't know this, here's where business comes sourced from. The vast majority of uh, closed transactions are going to originate from uh, referrals and repeat business, strategic referrals. But beyond a strategic referral and beyond repeat business and direct business from people you already know, the two highest sources of business are signage and open houses. Why is that, you guys? Well, it's because they're high intense. And you're not in the market. You're in the market when you're going out in front of the house and looking at it as opposed to just looking at it on Zillow in your underwear in your bed, right? So they sell themselves. So a friend of mine had a company called Call Action. Uh, he still has it. And Call Action is a, um, it's lead capture from the sign. This is like uh, without the phone number, it's, you got to lead capture through Alexa and through personalized service. It's really cool. I like the spinoff business part from it. What's been the learning curve with the consumers? Because I know they're not probably all there yet. I wouldn't know how to use this. Like, what's the sign look like? Like, to me, this is a sign play. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And what do you well, do? You know, just put a big Alexa on the sign? Like, how do you do that? And how would you incorporate that? And Spencer, Sue, if you're listening to this episode, I'm talking right at you right now, bro. I know. So out of our system, we have a standard image you can download. So once you add a listing to our system, we generate a unique property ID and there's an icon to download an image. And you can use that image in your social media posts as one of your listing images, whatever you want to do with that. Print it, attach it to flyers, whatever your marketing strategy is, you can use that image for it. But I just saw just this week, there's an agent up in Wisconsin using our service and she tagged us in the post on Instagram, but she came up with her own graphic and it basically had beautiful pictures of this listing of this house. It was just incredible. And underneath it, it said, ask your Alexa to open home tour, which is our, one of our prompts, open home tour and give it this ID. And then that's all it took. So from there, users, that's really all a user has to do is just say, Alexa, open home tour. She's going to say hello, ask you your name, and then ask for a property ID. So learning curve is really, really low, um, especially thereafter. Once you get into it, it's a conversation. However you can think about asking about typical stuff, she'll understand it. And with the, how the way Alexa works is um, you could ask Alexa. I mean, do you have to have, can you ask it into your phone, right? Yeah, if you have like, the Alexa app on yeah. your smartphone, absolutely. So they just need to have the Alexa app on. It's like Siri and Alexa, you know, like what's the difference between Siri and Alexa? Because I know people are going to ask yeah. us that question. That's what they, they're thinking right now. I know they will. Um, and a lot of people ask, why did you not build for Google Home or Google Assistant or build for Siri? Siri is more locked down. It is truly an Apple integrated product. So it can do Apple things and that's about it. There's not a whole lot of development, custom development for Siri. Got it. Google Assistant, the traction just isn't there. A lot of people have them in their homes, but not a hundred million of them. So we may one day build for that, but just not yet. We're just not there yet in terms of adoption. Alexa is everywhere. Makes sense. So what other uses are you seeing agents apply this to? I mean, I like the case studies. I like just the showing off. Like, look at my tech. Like, I love that. What other uses can are creatively are people uh, using to stand out? couple of things. So you nailed it earlier, Mike, in that 
it's good to have one more tool in your toolkit, right? As a seller, I've sold, I'm now on my fourth home, so that means I've sold three before it. And I want an agent who's going to cast a wide net. I want them to pull out all the stops and get my listing sold as quickly as possible. So for someone to walk in and say, I'm doing everything everyone else is doing. I have drone footage and 3D tours and all these, all these things. If they have one more widget that they're using, my interest is peaked. I'm going to pay attention and I'm going to ask more questions. So there's that. The second is, and I love this, one of our earliest subscribers told me that he doesn't place this in the foyer inside of the listing, right where people are walking in. He places it in the part of the home where he wants people to spend the most amount of time. So is it a renovated kitchen? Is it a beautiful view of the mountains or of a lake? Whatever the money shot is inside of that home, he wants them to hang out there and fall in love with that part of the home. So he puts his Alexa smart speaker in that location and he sees the results. He sees people hanging out there, spending even just a few more seconds or a couple of more minutes goes a long way especially for folks, you know, like myself, when I go out and do a marathon of looking at eight or 10 homes in a weekend, I can't keep them all straight. But at the end of that weekend, I can say, oh yeah, remember the Alexa house? That's what happens. That's what you're looking for. When I was in in production, it's exactly how it would be. It would be, uh, people remember the houses they see based upon like the weirdest or creepiest thing they see. So one would be like the cat house because it smelled like cat piss. The other one would be a grandma house. The other one would be the mold house, right? And that's how people remember these houses when they're seeing things. And you're, you're right. It'll stick out because they will say the Alexa house. Um, that's right. And we've been putting that too. And I've assisted personally a few of our agents with figuring out how to put this in new construction. So when builders build a spec house and there's no furniture there, there's no internet access. Well, the workaround for that is actually a pretty cool trick. You get one of the low cost MiFi devices from your cell- cellular company plug it in underneath the sink where the garbage disposal plugs in. So it's hidden and no one will walk away with it and then leave your Alexa device on the kitchen Island or somewhere close by. It has a signal connects to the internet does everything it needs to do. And I'll tell you right now, the builders absolutely love it. That's no exaggeration. Every single home builder loses their mind over this in a positive way. Yeah. No, I imagine with COVID and all of this stuff, you have to make information more easily accessible and doing that without necessarily having people face-to-face, belly-to-belly. Exactly. I I think COVID has definitely accelerated the concept of thinking outside of of the norm, right? Where these tactics worked so well just six months ago. Well, now in the midst of COVID, not so much. Everyone's adopted FaceTime. Everyone's adopted Zoom. We're on Zoom right now. You know, that's now table stakes. If I meet an agent and they say, oh, I'm now doing a FaceTime tour, I'm going to say big deal. So is everyone else. I'm still looking for people who are on the cutting edge and are trying new things, anything to create a better buyer experience. Yep. And are you seeing most real estate agents showing their listings? Because uh, different markets are different and you have COVID. In the city of Chicago, we used to show all of our own listings in person. It was a pain in the ass. Like you're talking about a lot of work. Like if you have 40 list showings over the course of that listing, that's you've done at least 70 hours of drive time and back and forth and all of that, plus everything else that you do. So I could imagine something like this could sort of take away and um, answer some of those questions that you wouldn't necessarily need to. Well, it, it can. And, you know, as a buyer, I don't expect my agent to know everything about every home. They're going to do a really good job and they're going to know the bulk of the information that really matters. 
but it's not a game of jeopardy. I'm not going to give them a pop quiz on, you know, where's the closest coffee shop and expect them to know every answer. And two, a lot of top producers have assistants and those assistants will go out on their behalf to unlock the doors, turn on the lights, make the home ready to show. Those assistants really are starved for information. So this is one more tool that the listing agent can put in the home to help answer and, and fill in the blanks that uh, folks may have when they're touring the property. Makes sense. I don't have any other questions. I get it. It's another way to access information and it's something that all of us in the real estate world need to start looking at it, how we do things differently, how we create different USPs around our service and offerings. More importantly, how do you justify the commission that you charge at the end of the day is really the number one. At least that's what I see coming down the pipe. Any other closing thoughts you want to go ahead and uh, add in here, Justin? No, the main thing is this is something new. It's not familiar. Most people haven't seen this done yet because it is so new. I would just encourage you to give it a, give it an honest look contact us for a demo and trust when I honest, honestly say it is simple to use and it is low cost. So you can add one more very high tech tool to your toolkit for a very, very small investment and something that you can set up literally within minutes. So don't, don't be deterred because the fact it's cutting edge, give it a try. And if you guys aren't constantly pushing the limits and making yourselves uncomfortable on a daily basis, are you really growing? Probably not. Um, I don't know about you, but I like being the most uncomfortable person in the room, uh, wherever I'm at. And I like to live my life every day like that because I know I'm growing and I know I'm striving and I'm doing something different. So folks, thank you. And I appreciate it. Um, go ahead and uh, give them your website so they know where that's at. And then I'll go ahead and get this wrap. Yeah, please check us out at glasshouseguide.com. On our site, we've got demo videos. We've got how-to guides and it's easy to get signed up. You can really get going with this and could promote your listings uh, and access accessibility through Alexa within seriously just a couple of minutes. So it's easy to get started and we encourage you to reach out to us through the contact form on the site if you have any questions. Cool. Well, thank you guys. And these guys won the 2020 uh, tech startup of the year award. So it's a good product, man. We don't usually pitch products on this uh, podcast, but uh, when I see something that is like a, something that could differentiate and that I'm all about supporting it. And I think this is one of those things. So folks, if you have any additional questions, you know where to reach him. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of one of our podcasts. Uh, we're going to hit over a million downloads this year. And we think and owe that all over to you guys. And for those of you guys that are listening to the show and you haven't got off your butt and called us yet, what the hell are you doing? Get off your butt. Call us. Get on video. If you want a way to get on video, we will help you not only build your strategy, coach you on how to do it, edit your videos, script your videos, and then we'll help you distribute them as well too. So it's not hard. It's just new. And there's only one place to get face-to-face -to -face today in front of your database. That's on video. The only time it doesn't work is when people don't like you and that's nothing we can help you with. So <laughs> I'll leave that up to you. Thank you guys so much for watching another episode. Follow us on social media, subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram and on Facebook, and we will see you on next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.